7.48 on Lacrosse Talk on WIZM. All right. Community Development Block Grant Funds. They're available. And uh, frankly, I think they are an awesome way to help businesses that need a little help with, uh, with a variety of projects that, uh, that the city looks at as, as making the community better, better. Caroline Gregerson is our guest this morning on Lacrosse Talk, Community Development Administrator. Caroline, Merry Christmas. Thanks for talking with us. Merry Christmas. Good morning. So there are still some funds available for a couple of projects, depending on mm-hmm. uh, what projects uh, maybe get submitted for consideration. Is that is that right? Yes. Yeah, so last week, um, the committee uh, voted to support a couple city projects. Um, they are Burns Park, new playground equipment there, um, and a code enforcement uh, chronic nuisance code enforcement technician position. So those two have been funded, and um, now we have some. Uh, and our Western, our partnership with Western Technical College was also funded. Replacement housing is the program. So we have about three hundred fifty thousand available um, for possible applications. Um, mainly, we take those from nonprofit organizations, um, but we also have funds available to loan out as well. Is the process? I, I'm I'm surprised that you have more money than you have applications. Does that happen very often? No. Um, what we decided this year is um, the their city funded um, projects. So we wanted to uh, make decisions about those, and then the funds that we still have available after funding the city projects. Then we release what we call a call for other organizations to apply for those funds. So it's actually the first time uh, that we're releasing that, and we definitely expect there to be more requests than funds available. All right. And then the process, uh, is it? I'm still trying to grasp more money than applications. Because the process is difficult, or do you suppose that there are organizations out there that don't think they'll be approved so they just don't bother to apply? Um, There's just a lot of needs in this community, as you remember. And so I think that's kind of what drives it is um, there's more dollar requests than there are funds available. Um, We are certainly trying to get the word out uh, about the process. Um, but one thing is that the funds come through the federal government. So that means they come with a lot of regulations and bureaucracy. And so not all organizations really are eligible to apply because they would not be prepared to comply with all the regulations that come with that. Well, so is there something that they can do to better their position as an applicant for CDBG funds? Um, one thing we recommend is that um, organizations. Sorry, my kids. No, no, heavens. I didn't get away from them. Okay. No, no, you're um, away fine. One thing we recommend is that um, organizations potentially look at having a um, fiscal agent, we call. So they'll basically partner with a larger organization to. Um, Um, partner with another organization to help them be ready to manage those funds. So um, that's one way that organizations can still apply um, for the funds. 
So when when they do apply, if you're looking at an application that's close but not quite, you make those recommendations back to that organization so that they have a, a, a better handle on what they need to accomplish before they come back to you. Is that correct? What we do is we call it a pre-application process. So uh, okay. we make sure that everyone applies is, is ready to do that. So if they come to us and, you know, they don't have everything ready to go, we might suggest here partner with somebody. And so we want to make sure that we're only evaluating applications that are qualified. And do you say partner with somebody or would you suggest partner with these folks? They can help you. Yeah, we have some specific recommendations um, based on on our organizations that we partnered with a lot. One example would be um, Cooley Cap. Um, but I don't know if you also noticed in the call for applications, we also have very specific things uh, that we're looking for from applications. Um, so that's kind of another thing is that it's not just we'll fund everything. It has to be for very specific goals. Um, which are driven out of that that survey that um, we distributed and have results for. So repairing aging housing infrastructure, yep. rental and owner-occupied, mm -hmm. increasing the number of uh, quality, affordable owner-occupied homes in mm -hmm. specific neighborhoods. Those are the kinds of things that you're mm -hmm. looking for applicants mm -hmm. to give you. Yes, yes, exactly. And they have until January uh, 16th? Mm -hmm. Is it a give-and-take process between now and then? If you receive an application today and it isn't quite up to uh, uh, needs, you're going to make that uh, recommendation back. They're going to call the organization mm -hmm. that you mentioned, make a, a connection with them, and reapply. Can they still do that by the 16th? Yeah. Well, hopefully, hopefully they can. Um but, yes, that, that is typically how it goes, although I'll just, you know, in, in years prior, uh, we try to make sure that we, we already have relationships with different organizations, and they're thinking about their application even before we release it. Um, so uh, there's occasionally a couple surprises, but usually organizations uh, know that they're going to apply, you know, months ahead of even when we release the call for proposals. Oh, they've already been thinking about it. They're just waiting for you to yeah, say, okay, yeah. go. There's a lot of planning that goes into the project. We ask a lot of questions. So um, typically someone has to be thinking about an idea for, for a while, and we try to connect them. And the other thing we do is, um, you know, let's say the project doesn't look ready this year. We really encourage people to keep working on their idea and their project and submit for next year because it is an annual application process. Sure. And it is, it, it is important then that those who apply understand that, that they have to have a pre-application meeting with you before the mm -hmm. official application goes into the pipeline. Yes, yes. And, you know, again, that's just because we get audited by um, HUD and they come and do visits and it's, it's pretty intense what they expect from organizations. An example is they expect that those organizations are audited every year um, and that they have pretty strict financial policies and procedures to make sure that the funds are being tracked. So things like that. Awesome. I, I so appreciate uh, Carolyn and please, please, uh, your kids were not distracting.
<laughs> well, at least not to us. Thank you very much for talking with us this morning. Uh, Caroline uh, Gregerson is the Community Development Administrator and uh, overseeing these uh, these CDBG funds applications. There's still money available, but you got to get your application in by the middle of next month.